Ho, ho, ho. It's Santa here. A very Merry Christmas and the happiest New Year. Ho, ho, ho. It's time for Hillbilly Has-Bins. Now here's Darren and Dave. Alright, well ho, 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 and welcome to Hillbilly Has-Bins Christmas Show. We are the host. I'm Darren Smith, and this is Dave Dunkley. Ho, 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 Dave. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everybody. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, man. It's uh, not snowing here, and it probably won't. No, but. it's not snowing here either. But you know what? That was a creepy Santa kind of, wasn't it? I know. Who was that creepy little I dude? I think it was the dude off of a Star Trek, the next generation dude. <laughs> Who's that dude? The ball-headed dude. I don't know. Right. Sergeant don't, Mike. Yes, I don't know his name, you know, but uh, you know what, Christmas, um, there was a lot of Christmas memories and stuff, but before that, uh, I got to, you know, I got to tell you something, speaking of Santa, Uh um, yeah, you know uh, what Santa sings when he comes down the chimney? No, I don't. (laughs) What does Santa sing when he comes down the chimney? My nuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> How long you lay awake for that? One? <laughs> oh man! Uh, you know what? He, you know what you call an elf with earmuffs? No, what? It don't matter. He, he can't hear you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the elf, the elf's like that one. The elf's like yeah. that. Right. But um, man, I I got a Christmas memory. And this is kind yeah, of weird. it's it's kind of a weird one though. We used to on Christmas Eve, my dad would invite all his bar buddies and friends uh, over to the house to have a party. Right. And uh, us kids were supposed to go to bed, but we kind of hang out a little bit until they'd go get your ass to bed, you know, and yell at us, you know, and then we'd sneak sneak around the chairs getting drinks with their beers and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, my I remember one year that I remember this year especially my my. My dad actually had a, a, a kind of a bar set up in the in the living room. Kind of, right. we had we had kind of two part living room. It was kind of a, a not a big house, but it it was roomy. But there was a bar there. It was kind of a bookshelf made into a bar. Right. And and uh, so they set it up with a bar and put all the 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 uh, drinks and and uh, stuff there. You know, mixers and all that when they had the party. Right. And I remember one year, one some of his buddies pitched in and bought him this. It was a, it looked like a hillbilly outhouse, a little bitty hill, hillbilly outhouse, and it would go on. It had a tube on it, and it would go down into the bottle, right? Right. And I think I know what you're yeah, about. and when you open the door, this hillbilly would spin around and pee in your drink. Yes. And it would pee the liquor in your drink. And I thought, what was up with that generation? They always loved those, little, like the hula dancers. And, I know. You know 
All it was just, and and my and his buddies would just laugh and they every time they I mean a hundred <laughs> times they do it and laugh every time. They just trying to finish their drink so they could have this thing uh, whiz in their drink up. Again. I know it was the most. I mean, it was. I wish you could find one now. I probably could never find one now, but it, I mean, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And and you know, I mean, of course, that was in the days you know when they had the remember the Avon card decanters oh, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Man, All that stuff. You know, it was so funny about them. parties, Avon well, parties. Oh, yeah. Stuff. What was great about those decanters that you use all the wild country in them and stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like, you know, I don't know what. But uh, it was cool back then, I guess, you know? It was. But, and anytime you ever went in a trailer, there was always there was oh, always yeah. one in the window of the bathroom. Well, so. I was saying that, that was a great thing about them. You could use them all up and then set them on the shelf like a like an <laughs> uh, ornament or something or, or a Whatever they call them, you know. We had we had a whole shelf full of stuff of those eight things. Serve two purposes for the price of one. So, man, what was your favorite Christmas song? Um, favorite Christmas song. I always liked Elvis's Blue Christmas. That was cool. I liked. I always liked uh, Dean Martin's version of Let It Snow. The way we were outside, you know. It was really, you know, hip and swing version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some I don't, I don't really, you know, understand. Like, you know, the the what is the one that has the fa la 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 la? Yeah. Check. <laughs> oh, I know. Check the balls on that big collie. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's probably not the not the right. Thing. I don't think that's the words, but the fa la la part you got right. <laughs> well, I never understood about the fa la 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 on that song because I'm mean, just well, man. You're- you're a songwriter. It's there's times when you just got to fill up the gap. Yeah, no, well, I yeah, really yeah. don't know what's going, to, what's going to fit here. So let's let's put some follow okay, along. Okay, let's see. Hark to hear old angels sing. Follow What? I mean, are they singing? Follow la 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 la. I mean, are they just run? Couldn't they sing la 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 la? Or they could. Ma, 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 a, ma, ma, or what is a follow la? I don't know. It's like is that the short for a falafel? I think so, man. What Probably means fal- something I don't even know it. what a falafel is. Is that a like an egg waffle or something? <laughs> I've um, had a falafel before. I think it's like a Middle Eastern uh, chickpeas or something. Oh, yuck. That <laughs> was pretty good. Chickpeas? I had one in New York City. Well, they're they're cooked a certain way. I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I had one. It was New York City. You know, you got to try. So. They could have sing. Hark the hill, and you'll sing I don't I don't I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. Well I don't think it's meant to be understood. It's Christmas. Yeah, that you know, the um there was another one too that, that I didn't understand. Oh yeah. The old uh Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Day, <laughs> the Lake, you know. That's a classic for grade oh, yeah, schoolers. It was. <laughs> But uh, did you get any? Uh, what was? The, did you get any cool Christmas presents you can remember? Man, I remember getting. Uh, of course, you get the the bike. I, I had one bike standing out, and I actually saw a picture of it the other day. I got to show my kids. I'd always told them about it, but it was a blue bike, a three three speed with the stick on the. You know. Oh right yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. Had the had the squeeze handlebars, had a sissy bar in the back up past the top of my head, dude. So it was a stingray. And a banana and a banana, banana seat. Yes, stingray. Yes. Yeah. Blue. Had a flat the flat tire on the back of it, no treads. Oh yeah. yeah. 
It was yeah, killer, you know, man. I never got one of those. I had my the first bike I had was this black bike, and it didn't have any brakes. I think they got it out of the junkyard or something. <laughs> but I used to ride in the alley. I couldn't stop, but I I rode the hell out of it. But I couldn't stop. But you did that with a body. You'd go through tennis shoes whenever you didn't have brakes on your bike. You'd go through a lot of tennis shoes. Your mom would be like, "How in the hell are you going through all these tennis shoes?" You know. Yeah. Well, luckily, feet like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> luckily, I was in it. We I rode it. We had like an alley, so we were in town, so we had an alley. So there wasn't really any hills. It was just an alley. Uh, you didn't. You guys didn't have hills in Kansas, did you? So you no, can't, not much. We had ro- we had rolling hills. They call them. Yeah. <laughs> Breakless in West Virginia is dangerous. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I remember there was this guy. Uh, I always was envious of him. He had a stingray like you're talking about, yeah. and it was blue. And it, you ever seen the ones that had the actual car steering wheel, the round steering yeah. wheel? Yeah, yeah, those oh, are yeah. custom. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> blue. Yeah, it was blue uh, sparkle steering wheel, and he had the big sissy bar. Oh, and I was man. like, man, this guy's name was Steve. And I, I remember I was like, man, this guy's – I was so envious of him. Do you remember they used to put the long forks on the front of them too, just like the motorcycles and drive like around? A, like a just chopper, like a chopper. So back, man. You could, you had to balance it perfectly, man. Your your butt was going backwards. <laughs> yeah, man. They don't make. Do they make even stingrays anymore like that? I have no idea. I, I always, when I got older, I wanted a ten speed, and I never got a ten speed. I always, by that point, I think I started bumming rides with friends. Yeah. You know, th- we're uh, this is funny because we're we're calling this the big uh, Christmas show. Well, <laughs> my ten year old. The reason I'm not saying the word is because she said, "Dad, please don't say any bad words on your Christmas show." So I, I'm restricted from saying that for my ten year old. So I, I don't know if I should just say "big old Christmas show" or "big huge Christmas show." I think you should put a corn home. Cornhole. Um, what about talking about a car whore? A corn whore. A corn whore. What are you talking about, corn whore? Man? You know, one of those. Okay, well let's let's skip that. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess the best Christmas present I I ever got was a Harley Davidson from Tim. Well, you know? yeah. You know, yeah. I, I tell we should tell this. We had a Christmas party. At Ruth Chris Steakhouse one year, yeah. Tim, and uh, you know I, the steaks, eh? You know, I mean they were big, thick, you know, expensive, but I just don't dig that big hunk of meat, you know. No, a little too much. Yeah, I, it was it was way too much. I thought, you know, <laughs> it's a I, nice, and, made a nice doggy bag. Oh yeah, and and you can't ask for any steak sauce because they get offended. You know, it's, what's up with that? And you definitely don't ask for ketchup. Oh no, no, no! They'd have a heart attack, you know. But yeah. he, he said, you know, after after we all ate, you know, which we thought was good enough, you know, uh, he said, let's everybody go out, and it was at I think uh, what, what was the hotel? Tied to a hotel, I think the restaurant was in the bottom of the Vanderbilt or something. Yeah, maybe. the Vanderbilt Hotel, and uh, so we all walk. He wants us to all come out in the parking lot of the, the hotel, and there was a bunch of classic cars and motorcycles and they were my motorcycle was on a trailer that came right from the harley place and i looked at it and it was a sportster 
I remember it was he got three. There was three of us that rode bikes, and there is and four of us, four classic cars, and uh, so the guys that rode bikes, you know, that's what he got, and they were all the same. They were all sportsters, and uh, the cars all cost about the same as the as the bike, so he kind of made it all the same. Mine was a Sportster, and, you know, a Sportster's kind of a small – if you're a big guy, you look kind of yeah. funny on it. You look like a bear riding a tricycle, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at the bike, and he comes up to me, and he says, uh, I know this probably ain't the bike you want, but if you take it back to uh, – let him take it back to Harley and go there tomorrow, they will give you exactly what I paid for it on a bike you want. And I thought, heck, right. yeah. So the next day, me and Lonnie – our bus driver, Lonnie, he, he, we went out there and we started looking around and I, and I, I test drove a couple of bikes and I saw this, uh, this, it was silver and black, silver and black, uh, heritage, uh, heritage soft hill. Uh, right. you know, it was all dead. You know, I had the fairing and it had everything I wanted. I sit on, it's kind of like when you sit on a bike and you reach up the handlebars and it just feels right. right. It's like, I could ride this forever, you know? Right. And, and so I'm like going in and trying to, you know, I said, and, and Ricky, the guy there, you know, he, he, we all was friends anyway, you know, he'd come out and hear the band and everything. So I'm trying to work out a deal with him. And I think the bike was like 20 grand or something, you know, right. and I think the, the Sportster was like eight grand, you know? So you I'm like, yeah. So I'm like trying to work out. Okay. We, and Lonnie's like, you know, they, they want like three grand to, you know, to, to go ahead and drive it out. And Lonnie right. goes, and I'm like, I think I had like two twenty five hundred bucks or something. He goes, man, whatever it is, you let me know. I'll pay the rest. And because uh, you're walking, you're riding down here on a bike. And uh, so, nice uh, yeah, so I ended up and, and also uh for just, I think it was for Christmas. I ended up buying helmets for the other guys that rode bikes. Uh, right. Yeah, you know, I remember from that. Harley. Yeah. Just right. to be nice, you know. But they were expensive helmets, man. That, that, you know that. I was like, dang. But anyway, this nice guy Christmas is yeah, bull. bull yeah. So I ended up, you know, getting them, getting them that, and I rode out of there on that bike, you know, and rode it home, and. uh I you know, kept it forever until I got a family and and uh, I think I only put five thousand miles on that bike total. Right. And it sat right. in the garage. It sat in the garage. Sit in the garage. End up selling we it. Haul, we did haul it across the country a couple of times. Yeah. And oh, I, I'm, that's where I put the miles on. It was on the road. You know. Right. Uh, at home, it just sat in the garage and and uh, end up selling it for uh, for for pretty much what I had in it. So it was because Harley's never depreciate you know they right they, they gain in value so right so you know i mean i think it was jeff got a corvette i think he got an 80 81 corvette yeah and it, it, it was kind of in funky shape you know right. and uh, i remember he didn't know how to drive a stick and it was a four-speed and <laughs> yeah. so uh i ended up having to drive it back to his house <laughs> yeah for him that, that night i drove it back to his house for him uh, it, it was funky. Off. It was funky, man. I mean, it, it, uh, the steering on it was weird, and it was it was 
it was in funky shape. I think. See, you got it. What'd you get? You got it. I got a '67 Ford Galaxy XL. That was a a big boat, man. It was that a was big old boat. boat. He he told me he's like, I knew that you had all those boys, and you know, you'd you'd want to pile them all in the car, and, and we did, man. We did it. We we drove that thing around for a while, but yeah. man, with the old with the old car, you got to take care of it like a little baby, man. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. And I think. Danny got a '69 Impala, which was really it was it was like they in the best shape of all of them. I think. I think so, man. And when Tim came in, he came later and took all of our cars and then took them back. They was gone a couple years, man. It didn't when when we got them back, they were, they had paint jobs on them. The engines had been redone. It was it was really sweet. Yeah, I think uh, uh, John Boy got a '81 uh, Corvette. They both got Corvette. I think you're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Danny, and then Bob, got a, Bob got a '64 El Camino. Yeah, I think that might have been the nicest one, maybe. It was sweet. You know what? What's funny about Bob's El Camino is remember when he told us he was in the uh, the drive-through line at Sonic, and uh, somebody hit him in the rear end, and it was John McBride of uh, <laughs> Martina McBride's husband. <laughs> yeah, and I think he ended up paying for the the damage and all that. But yeah, man, I think one time we was at uh, Blackbird Studio recording, and Bob had drove that car there, and it was so cold at night. I don't remember what happened, but we went outside and hit at the. It just popped up in my head, but I remember us out there watching the paint uh, buckle on the top of his car. Oh yeah. Do you yeah, I it, remember it buckling on the top of the car and starting to bubble up, and I was wondering, like, what in the heck is going on here? It yeah. was freezing cold outside, though. Just yeah, I remember. I remember being at Blackbird Studios and John McBride being there. He smoked like a train, and he didn't care where he smoked. And and he would leave his cigarette butts. Uh, he would, when he was done, he'd set them up upside down on the filter. Yeah, and leave them just sitting everywhere, and. You could Trace him around. You could follow him around the house. <laughs> well, he had a guy, I think, come around and would pick up the cigarette butts. Right. Huh? Oh. Oh. Hold on a second. Yeah. She wants a keys. Hold on. There you go. All right. Yeah, he would have a guy come around and pick up his cigarette butts uh, behind him. But as he was on the Internet looking for uh, – he would have guys on the Internet looking for gear. and I mean, he had right. all that Beatles memorabilia, man. He had right. like, guitars from the Beatles. and He had right. the, the console in there. The Neve console was the one they did – Steely Dan did Aja on or Asia or whatever they yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the same console we recorded uh, Let It Go on. Right. So that was pretty cool. Yes, sir. There's a little piece of trivia for you all right there. <laughs> but back to Christmas. Yep. Yeah, so he got us all those cars. Like you said, I think it was Face Brother-in-Law that ended up taking all your cars one at a time. Yep. And I never knew who it was. Yeah, it was I Face Brother-in-Law. One time we was on the road, my Or Face wife, Brother. Face Brother. My wife calls and says – uh there's a truck here to pick up your car. And I was like, oh, really? And they, they, they said it's sent from Tim. I was like, well, give it to him. Take it. Take it. It's out there in the driveway. It ain't running at the moment. Please take it. Man, let's, let's, do, a, let's do a 
uh, Christmas song. Let's play your Christmas song. All right, man. All right. Um, well, I mean, this now you got to realize we're recording that we recorded this uh, when we did truck stop because that's the only time we've been together, you know. Yeah, so this whole time we recorded this song, and <laughs> they, we recorded it in Dave's living room, uh, <laughs> and uh, he had the fan going, so it made this funky thing on the on the recording, and I tried to get it out as best I could, but you know, it is what it is. So here it is, and this is uh, what what's the name? What what song? Um, Away in the manger, right? I plum forgot. <laughs> I think it is Away in the manger. So here you go. This is Dave singing me playing. You did sing it good. Oh, you did thanks, sing man. It. Yeah. Thank you. You did sing it good. And, and that, that was our little Christmas present to y'all. <laughs> as little as it is, you know. As as it is. I already told the story about my dad carrying the weights up and down the stairs when I was a kid and griping at me about it. You did. Uh, yeah. And I got a Christmas tree story. All right. So... So about 1977, probably I'm 15 years old. Um, my parents had been divorced and mom was, you know, in the seventies when a single parent was carrying the weight, there was not a whole lot of help around. So, so, uh, Christmas was coming and I could tell at 15 years, I'm the oldest kid. I got two sisters and a brother below me and I could tell mom's carrying the pressure around, you know, here comes Christmas. She don't man, know where she's going. Man, you said blow me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's horrible. I'm sorry. You did say it. That's all I can I say. Did say it. But right, anyway, ahead, sorry. anyway, so they um so my mom brings a Christmas tree home. And she probably didn't have any money. I don't know. I think later on she even told me some somebody had given it to her. 
but she brings this tree in the house and we're like, what's, what's that for? You know, what's that going to do for Christmas? And, uh, this thing was ugly, D. It was ugly. <laughs> was it a Charlie and, Brown tree? And that's what my point is. It was we had grew up as Charlie Brown Christmas kids, you know. Yeah. And my mom, she realizing the fact, she's like, "Today, boys and girls, we're going to learn about love." And <laughs> she brings this tree in, and she says, "We're going to love this tree until it's beautiful," you know. And so <laughs> she got all the stuff out, and she wouldn't let us complain because we're all making snarky remarks about this. <laughs> This ugly tree, pretty much like the show, man. And she's telling us, you know, you all seen Charlie Brown. This is what we're going to do. So we make this tree, and, and man, I'm telling you, it turned out to be beautiful. It really did. Wow. And that year for Christmas, we didn't have nothing. I think I got a gift from a, I got a used game, and one of the pieces was missing, and you couldn't even play it. So it was that kind of Christmas. But the thing that stuck out to me the most is that I learned, you know, we really learned about it really learned about the meaning of Christmas that year. And it was about us just still being there together and, you know, pulling it off in the end. We had a great little time. I don't remember presents or things like that, but I remember that tree becoming the center of, of, of our Christmas that year, you know, and yeah. I've never seen an ugly Christmas tree since. I always think of that time when I, That's when cool. I see people's Christmas trees, man. You know, why did, I wonder why it always takes the, the, when you're the, the poorest and the, uh, you get the least for Christmas that you learn what Christmas really means, that's you know. Because that's what it really means. That's where yeah. that shows you how far off the how far off the aim we are, you know, yeah. when we run through Christmas and we don't take the meaning out of it, you know. Because yeah. so, now, I mean, I mean, when we have Christmas now, it's like you they wake up in the morning and there's toy. I mean, stuff everywhere underneath the tree, you know. I mean, we we uh, we go with. I mean, my wife goes with quantity, not quality. You know, like she, she just loads it up so it looks like a lot. You know, so like when I first got married to Michelle, that's the way it was here. It's, it's like if the kids got, you know, a outfit, it was not the outfit in the package. It was a package of uh, a present that was socks and a present that was a pants and the present. Oh, that's the yeah, yeah, everything. Everything's it's wrapped, like, you know. It's like a Hollywood movie set. When you pull it all out, it's really not a whole lot, but it looks great. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know, speaking to Charlie Brown, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Man, Charlie Brown, what a loser. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, and they made him out to be a loser, you know. Uh, Charles well, he, Schultz made him out to be a big loser. I was always kind of pissed that they didn't have a – before he croaked, they should have had a – uh, Charlie Brown, where he like redeemed, you know, everything was redeemed. Uh, I mean, he became hot, like a winner, you know. He gets and, the hot girl. Yeah, he gets a, the hot girl, and and he kicks Lucy's <laughs> ass for not for pulling the football out. I mean, come on, dude, couldn't you get somebody else to hold the football like Linus or something? At least once. <laughs> yeah, at least once. I mean, kick the damn ball. Yeah, I mean, you know she's gonna pull it. I mean, come on. I mean, you know why she did it. You know what? You know why she kept doing that? So he would no, so he would have to go to her five cent psychiatric booth that she had set up as a psychiatrist and spend the money. Business, it was a business move on her. It part. was a business move on her part. You know, Screwed. that was yeah. true. And come on, how many years did Linus carry that stupid blanket? I mean, come on. And his sister, 
was a site, you know, a so-called five cent psychiatrist. She could have went there and got rid of the blanket years ago. You know, <laughs> I mean, Char I mean, when, he's, when he tells this story about um, this meaning of Christmas, that he drops the blanket. Oh, really? You ever no, I never you noticed ever that. He drops that blanket. It's only, it's like that's the time he's showing that it's not insecure. Well, did not you notice, secure. too, that while everybody's doing the whole dance thing, you know, even Snoopy's dancing. Charlie Brown's <laughs> just standing there. He don't dance. He ain't around. That, what, what's up with that? that? Really it's Depression issues or something. He always seemed to be down. And I know, you know, I know it, man. I mean, even Snoopy was happier than him, and he was a dog. You know, I mean, Snoopy had I mean, it made. The dude that was dirty. What was what was the the Big dude pin. that had dirt? A pig pen. He he was happier than Charlie Brown, I and mean, he was a dirty little mother. You know, I mean, I mean, man. And, when Oh, the little smoke cloud coming off of him is just freaking awesome. I mean, even the what's the chick, uh, the the lesbian? Yeah, you know she was a lesbian, but because she had a girl that was her best friend. Yeah, that with the glasses on. Down walls in, man. Yeah, well, you know that was. I ain't gonna go into that because we'll get we'll get comments on that one, but. Yeah, I mean, Charlie, he was a loser, man. I mean, I, I really do wish that Charles Schultz would have, you know, finally made it one where he gets the girl and he kicks the football and he finds a killer tree and, you know, I mean, just all everything the, he was a loser about, you know. His dog he, is rocking. And he's, yeah. He's he actually, you know, and, and one where Linus actually, you know, meets up with the great pumpkin, you know, and <laughs> – Everything comes together. Yeah, everything everything in one movie that all that no that they all missed out on came together. He goes to yeah. and he gets like a Milky Way bar. Yeah, yeah, all the great stuff they missed out on. You know, it's just depressing. It's, <laughs> it's depressing, man. I'm depressed now. Okay, I'm out of I it. Take a I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of it now. But man, something else I want to talk about is that. Um, we were going to have David Frizzell, the legendary country superstar David Frizzell on. And uh, the day that we were going to do it, um, there was I had a little episode. Um, and we'll just, I mean, I'll just tell you because my wife had already put it on Facebook anyway. Um, <laughs> man, I was, I was uh, doing, I really wasn't doing anything that was exerting myself, but, uh, I've got a uh, pacemaker defibrillator uh, implanted in me because of my heart trouble that y'all know about. And uh, I was doing something, putting something in the van and bent, bent down, put something in there, and bam, it shocked me. And I didn't know if my heart stopped. I was sitting there for a minute going, okay, am I going to fall out? My, you know, let me find a soft place to land. But, you know, <laughs> They had told me that if it went off, it would be like a mule kicking me in the chest. And uh, it wasn't really like that. It was, it was, uh, it baby hit mule. me. It, yeah, it was a baby mule. It, it, it didn't, it didn't knock me over. It didn't not, you know, kick me back or anything. It just hit me. You know, I was like, bam. And I was like, wow, what was that? And uh, it kind of felt like in my chest there was a burning thing, like it was burnt, you know, a little bit. Right. And so I went inside and I told my wife. Huh? 
You didn't smell smoke, did you? No, no. I went and told my wife. I said, this thing just shocked me. And I said, I'm not dead or anything. So, uh, I'm not dead, am I? <laughs> yeah. So we called the cardiologist, and they said uh, they up, up one of my medicines and said, you know, if it does it again, to uh, go to the emergency room, you know. So, But it didn't do it again. So I ended up going to the heart doctor, and, and, and they realized that uh, my potassium was way high. And that's what caused it. Uh, that sent you there. Oh, I'm glad you yeah, found out what that was. They gave me some medicine and and, and uh, they, they told you know told me to adjust my diet and stuff so I don't eat anything with a lot of potassium in it. And uh, said that, you know, usually I think your potassium is supposed to be under five or something, and mine was six point three. Usually when it's six point three, you're in the hospital and they're monitoring. Because right. right. the potassium can make your heart stop, you know. And right. so hopefully that doesn't happen. But if it does, I know this thing works because it, it kicked on me, you know. Might have saved you there. You might have been laid out there by the by the van. Yeah, if I didn't have it, I might have been. I, even my heart might have. I don't know if it was. Uh, I didn't feel anything weird, you know, like no, like fast heart rate or weird in chest pains or. I didn't feel anything. It just did it, you know, and, and right. out of the blue. And, Freaked me out, but so anyway, uh, about back to the David Rizal thing. You know, we want to get him on. Uh, we were hoping to get him on our, our big big boop Christmas show, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So because uh, of me, and uh, so we're going to get him on at a later time uh, because he's a whole show on himself. I mean, his I'm brother sure was well. Stories. His brother was you know Lefty Frizzell, You know. Hall of Fame, you know, legend, you know, right. um, um, and you know he had the if you're gonna hire a wino song. It was a number one song. He did. You're the reason God made Oklahoma with Shelly West that won right. ACMs and CMAs. Yeah, there wasn't it. Yeah, and and you know I worked with him before Tim and after Tim. Right. And, uh, you know, he did a Christmas project, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Uh, it's called the Barnyard Christmas, and he came up with this idea of doing the uh, birth of Christ through the eyes of the animals that were there. Like, right. he, And each one has their own song and their own character. And uh, it, was, oh, it was a great idea. I mean, he comes up with these ideas that, that are just, I mean, he's got like, when you talk to him, he's got like 50 things going, you know? At the same time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. And, and they're all good ideas, you know? Right. And so way back before Tim, and it had to be, I mean, in the mid-'80s, we did a uh, – he had wrote this thing. And we went to this little studio, uh, and it was him, me, and John Boy – played bass and we had this guy Bobby Siegler played drums and just us uh, us three went in there and put did the demos for these songs and uh, it's really cool because he had first of all he had the idea like each character would be a different country artist you know like uh, uh, there's a, a rooster in there uh, um, that couldn't cock a doodle do or something you know and he was there at the thing you know he needed Needed yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, and and that was he had him going to be Willie Nelson, you know. Right. And he had the song and everything, and uh, um, and then he had like the the two 
two sheep called Pete and Repeat. They were twins, you know, identical sheep. And, uh, you know, he had two people going to do that. I think him and his brother, Alan, were going to do that, you know, because they're real close brothers, you know. Right. But And so uh, the borough was like the, the uh, narrator of the whole thing. Right. So anyway, he had them all. And what, what, what I think the, the uh, what he was trying to do was make it so it's kind of like one of those, you know, Frosty the Snowman that plays every year and have it animated. And, and right. it still, still might happen, you know. But what ended up did happen is that um, we went back in the studio. This is after Tim. This is probably a year ago, a couple, yeah, a year, year and a half ago. And we went in and recorded these songs, you know, it was weird because, you know, listening to our demos, you know, and then playing them again, you know, but we went in with a bunch of 18 players. I mean, I was, there was, I was a little intimidated because it was me and it was people like, you know, pig Robbins played piano, you know, right. and, uh, uh, Paul Franklin played steel and, you know, he played on everything. And, uh, um, I think uh, I don't know if it was John that played bass or or Mark Vane, but uh, and and it was uh, Aubrey Haney played fiddle. Uh, and here's the deal, though. He I'm sitting. Tight. <laughs> I was sitting here in the middle. On one side of me was Harold Bradley. Of course, he's a legend, Harold Bradley. I mean, yeah, played with, played on Elvis records and played All on right. cra Crazy for Patsy Cline. You know, I mean, right. he's sitting next to me. On the other side, I got playing acoustic is Jimmy Caps, who's played on, at the Opry forever and played on, Ever. you know, Larry's right. Country Diner and all. So I'm sitting in the middle of these guys, and man, that's a little intimidating, you know. And uh, but it was it was be intimidated. Yeah, it was it was just great. There was a great experience. Jimmy was great. I mean, we played stuff, you know, together, and and uh, you know, Harold when we take breaks, he would tell me all these great stories about Elvis, uh, doing, you know, Elvis return to Cinder. He played on that, you know, and, and he would, he, he told me this story about, he had bought a new Hudson station light. Right. And, uh, they were, uh, he said he didn't like doing Elvis sessions because, uh, uh, Elvis would, wouldn't record like at normal hours. He would come in at like seven o'clock at night and stay till one o'clock in the morning, you know, Right, or he'd come right. in, he'd come in, you know, four in the morning and stay till 10 in the morning, you know, just weird. He was, on Elvis. he was on Elvis time. Yeah, exactly. So, but the word would get out that Elvis was recording it. You know, his brother, uh, Owen, uh, is the one that did the Quonson hut and, you know, Bradley's barn and all that. That was right, like, right. it was like the first studio in Nashville. Uh, right. they said that if, if he hadn't started that studio, that, uh, Music City would have been in Dallas, Texas. No That's, kidding. Yeah. He said what happened was is his brother got a loan on his insurance policy. Owen did for $10,000. Well, Harold didn't have any money, but he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. My part of it is I'll play free for the next 10 years on the sessions. Well, little did he know he'd be doing Elvis. He'd be, oh doing, he'd be doing Patsy Cline. He'd be doing all the <laughs> I hope he still gets mailbox money for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's passed away now. But uh, that was his last session we played on was his last before he was passed it? away. Yeah. No it kidding. You know, it's wow. kind of weird. I, I hope people don't think that I'm like the death angel because <laughs> <He killed him. laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, after that session, um, uh, you know, Owen passed away, Jimmy Caps passed away, uh, and then we did another session uh, and uh, with Freddie Hart. Remember Freddie Hart, uh, easy loving Freddie Hart. He passed away, so yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, I think I Billy did one with uh, Jerry Reed, and he passed away. What's going on with you guys? I don't know, man. We're like, no wonder we can't get gigs. <laughs> I know, man. I know it. We're black. No, that's really blackballed there. But, but anyway, back to the session. We, we, you know, he would t- the Elvis thing. He bought this new Hudson, and and the word would get out that, that Elvis was going to be at the studio. So all right. these teenage teenagers would show up just of out of the blue. Well, um, he somebody said, "Hey, uh, you need to go check your car because there's like 50 teenagers standing on it right now. It's a brand new Hudson." So oh my he opens the door, and looks out, and all these kids are out there and all that. And they go, "Are you? What are you going to do about it?" He goes. Nothing. He goes, I'll make my money off Elvis. Right. It's, so he did, up. you know, he didn't care. You know, he's going to make his money. But yeah, yeah he, he kind of took a liking to me for some reason. And, and uh, he, the next day we cut for three days. And the next day we were there, he brought a bunch of CDs that he had played on. Of uh-huh. Stuff stuff he played on and signed it and everything and gave them to me. You nice. Know, so, yeah, that was real nice of him. But we did this thing and the animals and all this and, and now, if you go to davidfrazell.com, uh, you can get, you can actually buy this project that we played on, and it's got the it's got a book, a storybook that comes with it. And uh, I think David is 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 telling the story as from the Burroughs or you know from the Burroughs point of view, and he's telling the story, and then he goes into the songs, and right. each of them, and he, each of them are songs, and and. Uh, it was just really cool. What was funny, I think Eric, Eric, my big buddy Eric Denena, my big Marine buddy Eric Denena, played drums on it. And Eric got so frustrated. And I don't blame him. I kind of got frustrated too. But uh, whoever, I can't remember the guy's name was producing it. He had this passion for uh, brushes. He wanted everything on brushes. And Eric, and there were songs that, that needed sticks, you know. Right. And right. but Eric would bite his tongue because he, the guy, was the producer and the boss. So right. That's how sessions go. If you don't know the producer, if he tells you to do something, you better He's try it. it. Yeah, you better. What they say. Yeah. yeah, you can you can make suggestions, you know, and stuff. But if it, he's got the final word, so Eric played ninety nine percent of this session on brushes. Brush. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so frustrated because you know, and I was too. I was, uh, I I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, you know, this song really confused. <laughs> You can only do so much with brushes, you know. Yeah. Songs, but, you know. But the song we're gonna play now is it's it's kind of the um, finale of all the animals talking about, you know, we were there. The song's called "We Were There," uh, and it's talking. It's kind of all of them joining in and saying, you know, we were there to watch the birth of Christ, and uh, it's just a really good project. Y'all should go listen to it. And I think he even posted one called Bethlehem. We played on that that. Uh, that's on Facebook right now. Uh, right. But go to davidfrazell.com and you can find out how to get that CD. And we're going to have David on. But right now we're going to play this. And uh, this is a, this is called We Were There Through the Birth of Christ Through the Animal's Eyes. Everybody in the 
stable gathered round. There was Peg Leg, Jake Rooster, and Justine the Cow. Alibaba Troy and a horse we called Old Stray. Feed and repeat, help the burrow, spread the hay. We were there. Finally lay down on a bed of straw and we didn't make a sound. Oh, when someone lit a candle, she said, Thank God for the light. And we saw baby Jesus on that very night. We were there. Hallelujah, we were there. We were there to see our dear Savior born. We were there. We were there. Hallelujah, we were there. We were there to see our dear Savior. Oh, we were there. Hallelujah, we were there. We were there to see our dear Savior. We were there. And there you have it. That's kind of what we did there. I mean, it that was awesome. great stuff. Yeah, Dave sings so good still, man. I mean, he, he's just a he's just a gem of a guy, you know. I just I love yeah. him to death. Him and his wife, Joe. Um, I'm hoping to play some more with him, you know, and do some right. more stuff with him. Hey, but, man, I've been uh, meaning to ask you, um, what's going on with Lonnie? I know it's been a while. You know, we- I heard Lonnie got a gig. Lonnie, That's what I heard. He He's just well, laying around drinking all the time. You know? I know, I know. Well, you know, it's funny because Lonnie, I haven't seen him. And, uh, you know, I heard he got a gig down at the St. Peter Church of Christ, Bethlehem uh, Baptist. Uh, <laughs> it was a major scene, Paul, wasn't it? Church, church of the Holy Septum. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Reverend Seymour Butts is the. Uh, that's who it is. Uh, is the uh, pastor down there? But well, once, uh, once yeah, he, got he got that, he got that gig down there doing the manger scene, you know. Yeah, uh, as, as the the goat, you know. And uh, I haven't seen him, you know. But you know what's funny is a bottle of tequila is missing from my cabinet. I, you know, and I heard down there. Well, I went down there and looking for him, and they said we well, did three nights in a row, but on the fourth night he didn't show up. And what was funny that that little uh, goat friend of his across the street. Ah, she missing too, man. So ah. I think. Lonnie, hey, what's? Do you hear that? I think I hear, I hear his bell. What? Did he go down the driveway? Lonnie, where that have you been? Where have you been? You've been hanging with that milk for haven't you? 
<laughs> he went on a four day bender right before Christmas. Look, Granny Goat. Granny what? Goat. You've been in your I remember oh, Get over uh, there. Get, go, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to your you room. Know, you're going to get cold if you don't go to bed, you know? In your stocking. And you go back to work on Monday. What do you sober up? I don't know why I get him a stocking. He just eats it. Yeah. <laughs> just chews it up. I don't know. That goat, goats, they don't care about Christmas. They don't. They I don't know what, I, wonder, I wonder what he got paid. I think he drank it. He must have. He it must have been like, like we used to get paid, beer money. Partying with Granny Goat. Right. Man. He played for the door. <laughs> I, hope they well, I hope they don't find out about him down at the St. Peter's Cathedral or wherever it was. Whatever all that was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it looks like we probably wrapped up another show, haven't we? I know it, man. This Christmas show went fast, man. It's our you first know, before Christmas. we leave, man, before we leave, I think we ought to do a little Christmas song live. Okay. Can you hear that? I can. When we were on the bus and we had nothing to do and it got around Christmas time and we got a little sentimental, uh, <laughs> we would do this uh, song. Um, why we don't know why it just came out one day and it stuck and we played it for like days on end over and over and laughed and laughed and laughed. So we're going to sing it for you. And, uh, this is how it goes. And this is how we used to do it. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, the fields are going up, laughing all the way. Bells on balls don't ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to let and say a sing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open or I was rushing. I'm not sure which one it was. He was rushing. I think it was the late latency. I think it was latency. What is it called? Latency. Okay. Well, look that one up. You guys can forget all that. No, that was good. It was good on mine. But don't cause nightmares. I don't know why we did that Russian like that. We had a bunch. We did a whole uh, like a whole. We had a set of that stuff. I know. We just put that same thing to every song and sang it the same way. <laughs> I know. That's weird. I don't know how, why it that works, you know. Um, I'm, it's weird. Frosty the snowman with a jolly happy soul. It works for everything. <laughs> oh, holy night. It all works. It does, man. Hark the herald angels sing. Fa la 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 It works for every Grandpa Christmas. Got ran over by a reindeer. Yeah, I mean, it works for everything. It does. That's weird. It's awesome, man. That's, I guess that's why we did it, because it works for everything. It did. It was universal. Nothing. It has nothing to do with Russian collusion. 
No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Nothing to do. We know nothing about that. (laughs) Oh, man. It's weird, though. So any Russians out there, if, if you're listening, do we have any Russians listening at all? I think, we, I think? I think we do have a Russian or two. I Maybe think we'll see. Say. There we go. Maybe we'll get a couple more now. That'd you know? be awesome. What if we went viral in Russia because of our interpretations of Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, the world's all wild. That, that would be about right. That'd fit perfectly. Man, I got to send one shout out to Ray Diaz. Um, uh, out there in California. Yeah, I need to call him. He he sent me his number, but I got his nuts. <laughs> Don't say I got no nuts, because I got man. Check this out. You you can see it. I mean, that's a bag of nuts. I got a bag of nuts. He called me to tell me the other day. He's like, uh, I, I don't don't you be offended, um, because uh, I, I got some nuts coming to you too. So when Darren gets Dude, his nuts. <laughs> this is the biggest bag of nuts I've ever had in my life. It's a beautiful and bag. And I've had some big bag of nuts. I've had some big bag of nuts. Great, but, man. He has provided a plethora of wonderful almonds. And I mean, he got such a nice. Oh, one. dude. There, I mean, I got butter toffee ones, a whole thing of butter oh. toffee. And it sent my diabetes into a frenzy. <laughs> um, but man, they're great. You can't stop eating them, man. You know? I know, man. Put I should them put them up. I know I need to because I mean that's a, that's a big bag of nuts. There you go. <laughs> when it comes to nuts, I got a big bag. I'm telling you. Now you I'm, can say all this stuff, but you can't say ass. I know. Well, <laughs> no, because my daughter told me not to. My daughter said, "No, no, no." Uh, <clears throat> she even put it on Facebook. She said, "Dad, Dad, please don't say those bad words on your podcast." I, I'm like, I'm trying to hold to it, honey. I am. It's hard. There you go. It's hard, but yeah, um, Ray is a good guy. I need to call him. Um, but thank you, Ray, for sending them nuts. Uh, I appreciate well, it. You, what a good guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's uh, really digging the podcast. He listens to them every week, yep. and there's a lot of people that do, and we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep doing it as long as you guys listen. We'll just keep doing it because we don't have nothing else to do. So share you know. with whoever you think would enjoy it. We're still trying to get it out there. So we 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 uh we did you know we uh we solved the uh, Peyton Manning Wiener debacle. We, I think we put that to rest. And uh, uh, well, Ray told me uh, about the almond the almond debacle uh, that they do grow on trees. They do. Uh, there is almond trees, and that's what they grow on. That's what they pick awesome. them from. And that's nice that we can wrap all this up before the year ends. Yeah, so that debacle is done. Well, the only other debacle, which we have to start, is Darren needs a kidney debacle. Yeah. That's, for the, that's for the new year. Yeah, this so you hang, be you hang in there until the first of the year, and then we'll, we'll be on the hunt I'm for gonna, a kidney. Yeah, I'm going to find out what blood type I am. and. Uh, and then, because uh, I need a kidney transplant, and and uh, you know what's good about it is I went to my heart doctor, and uh, he's sending me over to the kidney people to get on the list now. So my heart's good enough. My heart's good enough to get on the list, even though I just got shocked. I don't know, but he's sending me over there, uh, uh, and they're 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 he did a referral to the kidney transplant people. That's so now, dude. well, so now I got to go through all the kidney tests, you know. But luckily, going through all the heart tests, that was 
I don't have to do that again. So, right. Yeah. So I'm a little closer. Uh, but you know, if anybody wants to give up a kidney, uh, my blood type, you know, my balls and see if I got any extra kicking around. Well, you know, I mean, if you're in good shape and you only need one anyway, so, right. uh, you know, if you want to give up one and, and, uh, you got nothing to do. And, uh, I think, uh, far as I know, um, the medical bills are paid for. So, I mean, I don't pay them, but somebody does. Right. Right. Uh, I don't, you know, so it's not like it's going to cost you anything to do it other than a little bit of your time and your kidney. <laughs> Pain. And your kidney. It's not like it's a bag of nuts. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like you're giving up a heart or anything. Come on. You know, you got two of them. You know, you right. folks got two. You only, need, you only need one, you know. I don't. I got two, and they they're both shot. So I only need one of yours. So, I mean, right. come on, it's Christmas. Give up a kidney, <laughs> you know. I mean, hey, what the hell, you know? I mean, yeah. come on. So now we got the buy, you know, give get Darren a kidney debacle. debacle. So we'll we'll we're gonna start that the first year, and right. and I mean, it may not be on the next couple shows because we've already taped those shows. Yeah, I think we have like four or five already still to come, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. We I think the next one is uh the beginnings, my beginnings from yeah. before Tim. And Correct. I think then we do yours. And yeah. uh and then I don't know what we do after that, but um uh but that's that's the new debacle. So we're gonna probably hit that on Facebook. So and our record of clearing up debacles is pretty good, man. So let's yes. hope we can so maybe I'll get a kidney. Christmas right. or for New Year's. So, yeah. So, man, you know we're uh, we're worldwide and, uh, uh, and bona fide and bona fide. So, uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or TikTok. You're on TikTok, man. You got to check Dave out. Yeah, D-dunk. you got. Yeah, tell them what it is. I think it's D Dunk. D Dunk. I'll you keep talking and I'll find out real quick. Hold okay. on. Okay. You know, my daughter's been doing TikTok. She's ten year old, been doing TikTok for like a year now, and I've been like going, "What is this TikTok crap?" And <laughs> she makes these little videos and puts them on there. And I thought it was just a kids kind of thing. But Dave is into it. Says it's cool. It's really not just kids, man. It's some big old kids in here. D Dunk Five, D Dunk D U N K Five, is the is the uh, TikTok address for me. Yeah, and I just I made some. Uh, Hillbilly has been's commercials. I think I did a couple, but I'm going to do one for every episode eventually. It's a little time consuming, but man, we, we, we try to get them on Facebook too, you know, so you can see them on there too. And go yeah. to our go to our Facebook page. We got a actually two Facebook pages. We got we have Hillbilly Hasbins, yeah, and we got a fans page. So uh, I've been inviting people to the fans page, and 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 they've been There's, accepting, you know, right. There's a lot of people coming over there and talking to each other stuff. It's it's fun to be able to talk to them. But man, yeah. for every one of you that's participating, man, we're very grateful for you this year. Thanks for for that's making right. this year a hillbilly has been's kind of year. And and uh, you know we're working on a website that way you can just go there and and listen or go or uh, the links to it and we got and see what's coming up and see what's been and. Uh, but now, if you want to do that, we'd kind of do that on our Facebook page right now. Um, yeah. We kind of tell you what's going on and where you can go and what you can do. And we'll put up some – I'm going to put up some more pictures. I, got, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. 
Uh, yeah, that's but, where you can get some pictures of the things we've talked about. There, yeah. Sometimes we've. I've got a bunch of. I found a bunch of pictures, you know, uh, that people have sent me over the years. You know, I'm sure they don't mind if we use them. I right. just, I just got to figure out how to put them up there, you know, right. or figure out where to put them up there. And and right. we got a, you know, we got Instagram and Twitter, and we're trying to figure that out. But that's kind of new to us, you know. And, uh, but we're we're figuring it out as we go. And and uh, so um, this is just one more thing. Being just Christmas has come, you know next day or so. Um, I got a little Christmas poem for y'all. All right. Let's hear it. So here you go. Twas the night before Christmas, and here's our gift to you. It's not silver or gold or even beef stew, but it's still really special. We want you to know it's the Hillbilly Has-Been's big-ass Christmas show. So sit back and relax or chill with your honey We'll be right here, chilling with our goat, Lonnie. So put up the tree and string up the lights. But face it, y'all, the holidays bite. So you can hear us exclaim as we tell you goodbye. Merry Christmas to all. Have one dang good night. Ho, 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 ho. Well, there you go. There's the Christmas thing. And I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> see, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. We take these little segments. I'll, I'll have to trust you. And it, yeah, he hasn't even heard it yet, but he will. Uh, and he'll just laugh. Heard silence there. Yeah, he just heard silence, but, but there will be you. something there. Uh, <laughs> see, this is all the 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 magic of editing, you know, that we do. See, y'all don't know how much work I put into this. You know, we put into this life stuff you know because see after we're done here i'll take all these and and all these different things and edit them all in and make make a show out of it you know uh it's just something you know thank gosh i learned uh you know when i was had my own studio yeah on my old job right. but anyway well man um y'all go listen listen to it and merry christmas and happy new year and all that other Stuff we'll, see and, you, we'll see you next year. Yeah, bah humbug, you know. Yep. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, hey, listen to this. this. is a special Christmas out that Dave did. Uh, it, you'll enjoy it. All right? Y'all have a Merry Christmas and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, there's snow outside. It's Christmas time. Gather round, everything's fine. Yuletide love for all our friends. Hillbilly has been. Lonnie the Goat and Double D shout out. Spreading love from town to town. Malibu to Maine to Mexico. Hillbilly has been big ass Christmas show. Thank you.